Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 160 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt, and co-host, Carlos. Yeah. We are here in the studio. The sun was out today. It was supposed to be cloudy. I'm so happy the sun was out. Uh, Halloween's over with. I'm happy about that, even though it's my favorite holiday. Yeah. But now it's November, which means I have to worry about odd even parking. Yeah, that's true. Or I get a ticket on my car. Yeah, that's the worst thing ever. Odd, no, it's not the worst. Well, thing you ever, have a parking lot you can park your car yeah, in. But if I ever leave my car anywhere, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have a fifty-fifty chance. Exactly. Uh, what uh, what have you been up to, man? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, oh well, uh, for Halloween, I don't know what you did for Halloween, but uh, worked. probably worked. I was going to assume. <laughs> did not dress up, but uh, so I bought like a. I, on Easter day, it just because uh, there were plans to for uh, watching some horror movies. Uh, Casey and me and Kelsey. We're gonna watch some horror Casey, movies. Casey and Kelsey both hate horror movies too, don't they? Well, I'll get to that. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first thing was like, was like, well, if people are gonna be coming over, I should probably actually have some a bowl of candy just in case. Just in case, yeah. We're watching something right. and they ring the bell because like cause oh, it's, it's a little late to pretend if like you have a tv blasting stuff i did have room. to run to my mom's house too before i went to work because i was freddy krueger for halloween and there was kids all over this fucking neighborhood oh yeah yeah there were <laughs> and like even after like it was like pitch black it was like wow these guys are a little dangerous so you actually did have kids come here then uh no because well the neighbors had uh put out a bowl of candy like oh okay, right out okay, front okay okay i don't know if anybody went up to the bowl of candy I have no idea because they, le- they, the they left. The well, because they left their uh, outdoor lights off. Oh, okay. So and I shut just... and I shut mine off because I may have had candy available, but like I uh, wasn't going. To, I wasn't oh, interested so, in. Uh... So your neighbors had the lights off and you had the lights off, but they still put a bowl of candy yeah. on. You're like when I was a kid, if the lights were off, yeah, I didn't go to that house. Like I can't say that was a thing <laughs> I did. I'm pretty sure I hit every uh, house no matter what. So you and some of them would just ignore. And sometimes they'd still give candy. Like, oh, here's a bunch of extra candy. Not a lot of people tonight. It was like you, yeah, you prepared, but I also didn't want to deal with you type of thing, right? Yeah, well, because I was, it's like, all right, well, they're going to be coming, like, uh, we'll probably get that started in a while. Like, I really just want to play Red Dead Redemption 2, which as I've been having fun with. Nice, a lot of fun. Nice. But uh, continue with Halloween. Did Kelsey and Casey, did you guys all watch movies? Or uh, so, yeah, like, Casey stopped, got, was, came around and, like, I wanted to get some more beer. And uh, so, and then Kelsey showed up, and was like, "All right, we're gonna start. We're gonna try to find something to watch." And uh, so, apparently, this was not decided ahead of time. Yeah. So you guys sat there in the show hole of Netflix or something for an hour, deciding what to watch. And then uh, eventually, like we decided, like, "All right, we're gonna." Because first, it was gonna be Scream. It was like, I don't really want to watch. Scream. I love Scream so much. And so, like, all right, I was like, and it's not definitely not a thing I really considered like a Halloween movie so much as just like a teen slasher movie that has like it was the last of the it. genre that was really good though. But what did you that guys was decide? A, on? And that was also not free anymore, so it was, that was going to be oh, a thing okay. we rent. And then like a, a Hocus Pocus somehow came up. It's like, all right, yeah, yeah, we could uh, like Hocus that's Pocus a is an thing. amazing movie, but it's not scary. And there was like, well, but I think right before that though, like I brought up Apostle because I still haven't gotten around to watching yeah, it. Yeah, saw on that Netflix. on there. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. And I was like, hey, like let's check that. Like that's on Netflix. It's free, and like it's a scary movie because I thought I thought that's what we were there for was right. uh, scary yeah, movies. Watching scary movies. So uh, yeah, so apparently you can pull up trailers for the stuff because I never read the menu all the way on the oh, Netflix okay. yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. So the trailer played. Like Kelsey was like, "No way, we're not watching." That. Okay, so it was like, "All right, so we're not doing like something that's actually scary," uh, which is fine. 
but uh, so then we tr- started trying to find Hocus Pocus. I could have sworn I saw Hocus Pocus on yeah. Hulu or Netflix. It was on Netflix was ta- for the longest time. They took it down for Halloween. That's hilarious. Because I, I pretty swear, I swear, like a month ago, I saw it and on it's there. The, I think it's the 25th anniversary of that too this year. So Hulu, we found Hocus Pocus 25th anniversary bash for the sh- the movie. It's like, oh, all right. And like, oh, and like, there's like this weird presentation part to it. It's like, oh, this is kind of weird way of, uh, so like they have like, uh, this presentation show around it. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I can go, I can get with that. That's fine. Cause like, I already, like, I saw this when I was a little kid. Right, right. But I can get with like some people like have like, like commentary built in around the movie. Right. right. It was just not that. They did not play the movie. What? We were about 10 minutes, 15 minutes in before, like, does this ever get to the movie? movie? <laughs> and no, like it had all the people. Like by the way, Doug Jones is uh in that. Doug Jones, who's that? He's the uh, guy who like, uh, he does all. He's like a, he does a whole bunch of like dresses up in the, like costumes and then like as like monsters. He was Abe Sapien in Hellboy. He's the tall thin guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He he he's uh, a contortionist. Star Trek series. Yep. And he's very uh, yeah. He's a uh, he played a uh, zombie guy in that. Oh. And, uh, yeah, so like, he, of course, he had a lot of like, expressive stuff. Did not know he Wait, was in, that. Was it in Hocus Pocus. Yeah, Hocus he Pocus. was the main one that came back from the dead or whatever. Yeah. Oh my God, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, but cool. yeah, so it was so like so like we saw all these of the actors like and like so we were all excited for it because it, it was not good. Eventually, we had to go on Amazon, rent it rent for it. like just like three you four guys dollars. Sat through the presentation, you're like, yeah, we gotta watch it now. Yeah. Oh, so like funny. so that wasted some time. Nice. Let me watch Tokus Pocus. It is kind of corny. Actually, I found the effects for being like a n- early '90s yeah. like horror movie f- made by Disney actually pretty good. Oh yeah, that, that everything about that movie is pretty great. Like yeah, there's like the witches on the brooms, but and like it's it's clearly and being Kathy done. And Jimmy it's clearly on, her, on, on wires. Vacuum. Come on. Yeah, and like it's clearly <laughs> on wires and everything, but it was actually pretty well done for being oh, yeah, on wires. And it's uh, definitely. The cat effect, like where the cat's talking, like that was actually kind of impressive that they pulled that yeah. off. Like it was like it's really simple because like the cat's black. I'm sure all they had to do was like black, like put some uh, like black in it more with like After Effects and then like animate the mouth. <laughs> but it was like I don't know. Yeah, was, they with an all star cast too and everything. They did a really good job, and I love the guy who plays the the devil. Oh, yeah, yeah, that he's passed away recently, but yeah, he always made me laugh, and I think that's his actual wife in there too. So. Oh, the one. All right. When they're arguing the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but so like it's a fun movie. It's kind of it's silly. Oh yeah. So all after right. we finished that, like Kelsey left, and there it was still like ten o'clock. So like put on another movie. Put on The Shining because I I'd never seen The Shining. Did you like it? I liked it. Uh, one of the like I was surprised like uh, that it was an adaptation that actually like looked like it actually went into a lot of detail and setup for everything because I assumed. That there was never going to be any explanation at all for what The Shining was. Well, yeah, and it's like, oh, it's talking like The Shining is like this is the old, uh, the old black dude's like uh, what his grandmother called psychic powers yeah, that yeah. him and her had. Yeah, it's like oh, okay. And I mean, it, that movie is its own movie because uh, it's like nothing like the book, I guess, basically. Uh, and Stanley Kubrick just did all the liberties he wanted, but. That is its own movie, and it's fucking amazing. And yeah, the details, everything in there is so fucking cool. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Of, of tech- course, uh, there was a lot of uh, Casey and I just drinking during it and just talking over the movie. Yeah, no, yeah. It's so a like, very there's, quiet so movie there's, to begin there's with parts too. where I was like, 
did, did I miss something here? So did you see Ready Player One yet or no? I have not. Okay, then we'll leave it at that. Although I knew, like Casey mentioned, that that was like they used like the bar scene or whatever. They used a lot of the hotel and everything too, and the blood coming out of the elevator and everything, and like took the actual footage from the film there too. It was pretty cool. Casey and I had this conversation in the middle of the movie about how like actually go if like if you had like a you had to spend like seven months in a location like that, that's actually it would be kind of cool. It would, but especially if you have a ghost bar, fucking ghost bar think with ghost booze ins- that you don't have to pay for. Think of Pretty how great. insane though you'd go with like just there's no technology up there, there's no nothing. You got to bring a lot of books. Months. Yeah, well, all like, alone in a gigantic fucking hotel in the middle of nowhere in a mountain pass where nobody can get to you ever. Well, not ever. It's not impossible. It's just that for there's a part of the year, but like you uh like casey said like yeah you put a call out to like, some friends like guys you can't come up entire hotel's open unless Just you have come Jack up here and Nicholson drink in there and bashes the, the 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 thing out and then you can't use it and i i thought that uh because like the, there's a classic shot of like jack Nicholson all frosted over mm-hmm. i thought that that was uh that he'd be spending like the last bit of the movie like that and like He'd be like slowly freezing to death, while, like which he kind of was, but he wasn't like super frosted over and like almost at death's door, well, like that. And it, so I was a little surprised that it was just the one shot, like still of it's him a just silly sitting there. Shot, but it's yeah. a very famous shot. Oh at yeah. The same time, but yeah, that that scene when he's chasing after Mikey or whatever his name is in the in the maze is really fucking good. And then when he just and Mikey oh, outsmarts yeah, we'll just, him. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, uh, I do love that movie. But yeah, Halloween. Uh, Friday night, I was zombie David Bowie, and I got a lot of great compliments on it because I had to work Friday night. Which, which I David Bowie do. did you go as? I but I was just going to be a zombie, and then I bought the makeup to be a zombie. I'm like, oh, there's blue and red in here, so I did the lightning bolt on all my right. face, and it was a pretty good. I had bolt. I had to ask because there's all sorts of different David no, Bowies no, you just, can go it, as. It had to be the iconic one. The lightning bolt just gave it away. But uh, you could have had a whole group of people just dressed up as Freddie Mercury. Target as, they not, had I mean, uh, uh, temporary Bowies. tattoos that were like uh, fake scars or bloody gashes and stuff so i like put those over my face then put gray all over there and layered it with the like blood and red and stuff it looked fucking mint and then i had that like stuck on my neck there because i couldn't get it off my neck but i got it all off my face yeah i saw the like uh for uh when we well, recorded lothos lothos yeah 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 like you had like this so i thought like did <laughs> something happen to his neck right i had that question all the time because i couldn't because i couldn't see like if it, like, I, or was it like a tattoo like did yeah. he get a tattoo on his neck that's kind of an odd place to get a tattoo yeah, i would not be one to get a tattoo on my neck but yeah, I, I I ended up staying up to like 6 a.m. on uh, Friday night for after bar. And then I got home and I quick washed my face and went to bed because I'm like, I got to go to work in the morning. So then I still went to work and I still got gashes on my neck and shit. And that stitched one looked really good there, too. So I was just a normal Dawn of the Dead person when I was working that day. Then I was a pirate that night. And then I opened up Sunday. And then uh, last night it was Freddy Krueger. Uh, not last night, but the night before, Halloween right. night. And uh, I actually had my claw from when I was a little kid. My dad bought it for me when I was a little kid. I love that. And then uh, I found a red and green striped shirt on the spirit store. And I thought it was just going to be those shitty like polyester things. No, it was like an actual knit sweater. So that was pretty cool. And then uh, a friend at the bar had like a perfect Freddy Krueger hat. And I just put it on there. And it was like, I'm Freddy Krueger. Didn't have to do any makeup. Everybody knew exactly where it was. I kind of said I used to have as a kid. Uh, I this. I had asked for like a long time because I wanted it because I saw it in the grocery store. I eventually got it. Yeah. It was this, uh, it was like basically this like little thing you put on your hand and it like basically made it so you had like this robot hand that right there yeah. is fucking awesome. It looked like, even though your actual seen, hands right here. Cause I, cause like I was like, <laughs> I was like eight or nine, right, but right, I had right. still seen Terminator 2. Yeah. Right, right, right. And like that, 
robot he arm peels was, off his hand or whatever, and then the robot like, hand. That's really cool. <laughs> so, so what you'd hide your hand under your shirt, then have the robot hand. Yeah, like, it was nice. Uh, nice. So like, I never actually got a. I don't think I ever. Is it one of those where actually, it's just like I think the hand it, grip that you pull it, squeeze it, then it kind of puts a ball, a fist. It was uh, you, you didn't have any control over the thumb. Like the thumb yeah. could like be rotated, but like the fingers, like you just, you, you just you, had to want this one little hands or whatever, and then yeah. it, like clamps yeah. it. Okay, yep, 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 yep. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Nice. I, I think <laughs> I just wanted to be the Terminator. I don't think I ever. Uh, maybe one year I may have used it for a Halloween costume with a. Uh, either me or my brothers used it for like uh, dressed up as like Grim Reaper, except like instead of a scythe, had a hockey stick. There you go. There you go. That don't oh, that totally works. Yeah. As a kid, if you can't get a scythe, yeah, hockey stick works. Wrap it in black or whatever. But I don't know if I had like a cloak or anything, or I doubt it. I've always loved dressing up for Halloween. It's fun. Yeah. I did not dress up the for best, Halloween. Uh, Carlos's best costume was when he was uh, uh, Captain America at that Halloween party at yeah. Serena's house. And your shield was like the size of your face. Well, because it was cheap. <laughs> I wasn't going to spend $80. Oh, my God. It was so good. Everybody's like, who are you? Then you do your pose with the shield and be like the size of your face. Oh, it was so good. Uh, but, oh, yeah. We've had a lot of good Halloween times. Yep, that was a, I got, definitely got drunk that night. And then Casey always just puts his Renfest garb on. And then he's that guy. Yeah. I was a pirate, though, on Saturday night, too, for a pirate party, which was pretty fun as well. But let's uh, get back to music. What have you been listening to, sir? I have not listened to any albums. Like, I've just been busy. Like, I spent a uh, par- good part of this week uh, working on my uh, uh, research essay for... Yeah, uh, told me about some of that. It, no, like, well, just some of the stuff. Like, my, I think my essay is amazing, though. And, like, it's... Like, I had, like, a rough draft brought in on Wednesday for class, and teacher he looked through everything he and like he was like yeah and like he brought like when it was time for this like yeah like the only thing i can mark your i would mark you down for is like uh like you don't have like a full five pages and a rough draft so like i'm still i'm still working on it so so now you're just doing filler at the moment it's not filler so much as like it wasn't i'm just trying like where i want to take the middle of the paper because right? i have yeah. the introduction and the conclusion mm-hmm. and like uh, i don't know if i talked about it on the show like it's about uh podcasting well radio drama to uh, po- audio storytelling, like radio age to like podcasting age. Nice. That's actually so. you're that's you'd know everything about that too. Oh, okay. yeah, because I grew up with uh, cassettes of like uh, all sort of uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Uh, Green oh my Hornet, god, yeah, those were so good. Yeah, uh, the Shadow. Well, and Go- I also had Goosebumps suspense. did a whole bunch of them too and everything. Like I had like, but it was like the classic stuff and like yep. suspense. Like that show f- scared me as a kid. Nice. So yeah, cool. so that was. Uh, it's a fun topic, a fun thing to write. CBS, have you listened to CBS Mystery Radio Theater? So is that a thing they still do? Uh, no, it ended probably in the early '80s or something. Uh, but it no. started in like the '50s, and it was like a every weekend. I, they I actually, that. I think I remember like it was one of the things I like glanced over as like one of the radio dramas. If you're looking for something very classic and like acted out, that is amazing to listen to. Me and my dad used to listen to it all the time when I was a kid, and he still every time he drives home, he has like the the full box set or whatever he's listening to <laughs> in the car. It's it's really fascinating. I'd recommend checking it out. But uh, yeah, what have you been listening to? So I didn't listen to any albums, but uh, I did listen to. Uh, I came across this uh, this uh, I on my YouTube feed like for a while. Like this video had been popping up for this rap of from Spider Man and it, from J Jonah uh, Jameson, who's everybody's favorite character in Spider Man. Clearly, is the uh, grumpy old reporter. But uh, so it was a rap from that perspective for the new Spider Man game. It was really good, and then I saw that he had a Fallout New Vegas rap from like early, just a little earlier in the year. And for fall nobody who doesn't know Fallout New Vegas is a video game set post-apocalyptic America. Uh, a 
Apocalypse hit New Vegas is based. It's set in the uh, Las Vegas area, except where instead of a uh, radiated like hell, like everywhere else in the country, like uh, the nukes were stopped from hitting there. So instead, it's just a desert wasteland because mm-hmm. there's no water coming in. But um, so this is uh, the song you did for that. Following, it's about uh, Mister. It's from uh, the perspective of one of the. Uh, there's multiple uh, groups in the. Uh, <laughs> Like there's like the Legion and there's all these different factions, but he's a uh, uh, Mr. House is basically in charge of the New Vegas and like it has he owns the casinos and he's so that's why the song is called the House Always Wins yeah okay because he's all Mr. Right. House and all right yeah you want to see the prophets of democracy then go and see them across the street a bunch of freaks are playing coliseum honestly was the world you wanted what you got to see when you were dropping crosses into boxes behind polling screens was dropping bombs your chosen option did you vote for screams was the apocalypse your politicians policy did you put stock in their preposterous and prophecy a shining future built on squabble free equality that every day you'd get your plate of steak and collard greens the human race was capable of anything but wanton greed but now that world is gone and what lived on belongs to me that freedom you so want it's now the cost of living comfortably peace is just a product with a focused test of billions and the test was unsuccessful so we altered its description your safety now provided by the guys at robco services for one ongoing price of your unwavering subservience impre- yeah. and uh he had actually uh, made that a uh, song and like because somebody had like some channel had put out like, hey, let's do like a uh, Fallout New Vegas faction like rap thing, contest thing where like just a bunch of people did. Cool. And I listened to a couple of the other ones. Nowhere near as good. Well, like, I mean, the video quality on this thing, too. Video really quality. Good. Audio yeah. quality was fantastic for his. Like he yeah. like they would use like shots from the game. He has his own thing going on. It's just great. All right. Uh, for me. It's been a while since I've actually listened to a new album. You you usually get that one covered, so this yeah. kind of worked out perfectly. Uh, I was really excited about Robin's new album, and it dropped last week, I think it was. And uh, we played Missing You when, one a couple weeks ago on here because that was the single that came out. But uh, the album came out, and it's fucking amazing. Uh, she just came out of eight years of doing nothing, just like, hey, I'm making an album now, and like personal problems, whatever. But yeah, it's like a lo-fi greatness. Uh, you can just get behind the thing. It's great to put in the background, just listen to. I, yeah, I've done it about four or five times, like meandering around the house doing stuff and like in the background. But uh, my favorite song is the self-title uh, is the uh, album title "Honey," and uh, here is "Honey" by Robin.
she's she's so great. I love her so much. Uh, and then the other song I really like from there, well, a bunch of the songs I like, but the one I picked is uh, Because It's In The Music. Uh, here you go. Yeah, check out Robin's new album, Honey. Uh, it's it's pretty great. Uh, when I was also when I was going through uh, news and stuff today, uh, I came across this uh, cover from Chris Cornell. It's one of his last uh, kind of live things, I think. And uh, it's uh, Prince's and Sinead O'Connor's "Nothing Compares to You" live on Sirius XM. And Chris Cornell was the one that uh, was the lead singer of Soundgarden, and died. Uh, what I don't know how long ago now, a couple years ago, four or five years ago. Scott Wayland was the one that died in Bloomington, and then Chris Cornell was the one that died before him, I think. Right. Something like that. But yeah, so I didn't think is, it was that long ago. Yeah, and I, it, maybe he's the more recent one, and St- Scott Wayland's the, or uh, vice versa. Either way, this is Chris Cornell singing Nothing Compares to You, and I love it. Since you've been gone, I can do. find it really cool hearing him sing that yeah hell yeah still definitely would take the original over it though yeah yeah i don't know it was just a pleasant surprise yeah. Yeah. scrolling through and be like oh yeah this oh uh, yeah because normally you hear him in that kind of wrenching like sound garden sound but yeah let's go into the music news i don't even think i want to read two of these things just because i don't really care about them that much <laughs> but uh yeah, there wasn't much. Red Hot Chili Peppers celebrated Halloween uh, by giving a surprise performance at a costume in costume at a high school. It was uh, the one that Chad Smith, the drummer's kids, went to. Oh. Uh, they posted, he posted on his Twitter page, who rocks out at 9.30 a.m. at my kid's school? We do. And they played Can't Stop uh, for the kids at the school. 9.30 a.m.? What kind yeah. of fucking... <laughs> well, you can't have a Halloween party you get at... to school at 8.30 a.m. And then also... Well, I, th- oh, I thought it was on the weekend. Like, it no, like no, that. it was... It was at, like in the middle of the oh, week, oh, so right. all the kids were at school. And they're so like, it hey. was at like it was just a Halloween day thing. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so like, I thought he, it was like they, like the school had like a Halloween party right. and. No, yeah, I I, didn't, I don't know the kids were all there. I don't know how old his kids are either, but yeah. No, they're high school, right? I, Is that what said? Uh, just says. Oh, oh yeah, high school. Yep, right, yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. Yeah, my dad's Chad Smith, and he's in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And guess what? That's cool. 
Yeah. Um, hey, guess what? William Shatner is set to release his first ever holiday album called Shatner Claws. Uh, Shatner has shared a new song with Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. It's the rendition of Silent Night, backed by piano and strings. Uh, you can also hear Todd Rundgren on the album and Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins sings Jingle Bells with William Shatner. Uh, here is uh, some of that uh, wonderful William Shatner and Iggy Pop Silent Night. Uh, if it would load again. I'm a little worried. You're a little worried. And there's no need to be worried. Not about the you, you getting the song on, just about like <laughs> how this, how bad this is going to be. recorded this album too was it like so I, middle of summer or something so like, i see shatner still uh well not that matters since they probably live in california right right but like it seems like shatner still does the whole just talks his way through a song oh, yeah. yeah and he makes a lot of money doing it too yeah uh yeah and i'm excited to hear the henry rollins singing jingle bell stuff <laughs> uh and these are the two i don't care too much about but hey let's do them uh tracy chapman she's the one that sings fast car He's in a fast car, driving so fast. 90s song. No. Nope, way. not drawing a, any. If you heard it, you'd get it completely because it was huge. Uh, Tracy Chapman has sued Nicki Minaj for copyright infringement. Uh, she says uh, that's Nicki's song, Sorry, uh, with Nas, uh, interpolates Chapman's Baby Can I Hold You. In the suit, Chapman claims that Nicki's song incorporates the lyrics and vocal melody of Baby I Can Hold You, its most recognizable and memorable parts. Um, she's seeking just to sue him. There you go. There's a story. Boom. Like, does it? Uh, I'm not familiar with either I, of these songs. I'm not familiar with either of them either, but, uh, she says, Nikki used these parts of baby. Can I hold you without first seeking my authorization authorization? In addition to the suits, she says the lyrics and vocal melody compromise approximately half of sorry and easily recognizable and identifiable as Chapman songs. So that's what she wrote. All right. Uh, and then the other one, uh, Dear Mr. Trump, we write you on behalf of our client Pharrell Williams, composer and performer of the hit song Happy. On the day of the mass murders of 11 peoples at the synagogue at the hands of a deranged nationalist, you played his song Happy to a crowd at a political event in Indiana. There was nothing happy about these tragedies inflicted upon the country on Saturday, and no permission was granted for you to use our song in the pur- purpose. Uh, Trump appeared at two events that day and used his song at both events. Uh, Pharrell joins the list of a long, long, a long list of artists like the Rolling Stones, Adele, the Turtles, Michael Stripe, R.E.M., Steven Tyler, Aerosmith, the O.J.'s, Neil Young, and Earth, Wind, and Fire. They all do not want him to play songs. Now, but like, is he still licensing it legally? No, he just starts playing them. He has not licensed a single one of them. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yep. So, like, is the government all, immune to getting sued for copyright right. infringement? It's uh, it all it all stems back to him coming down the escalator at that one place and singing "Born in the U- the Born in the USA" was playing in the background, even though that's all about like the protesting you know, of Vietnam War and everything and how terrible we are. 
So yeah, well, why all, would it, why would he it dig all any deeper? Yeah, why back dig to any that. deeper than the surface? Right. But yeah, on on the fucking day that eleven people were murdered at the synagogue, you played the happy song coming out to all your screaming fans. Jeez, Louise, do you have a brain? Uh, and on that note, everybody vote on Tuesday. Let's go to the weekly theme. Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is, how did we describe it? Uh, songs you thought were old but are actually new. How did you describe it? Uh, just newer than you thought. Newer than you thought. Okay, okay, okay. I'm really intrigued by your uh, what your descriptions of your songs are going to be because I went a completely different route than you. Oh, yeah? But, uh... Well, like, honestly, like, making this list, like, I had to keep remembering what direction we're taking this. It was like, these are songs right. that are newer than we actually thought. And when I was when I was reading your songs, a lot of your songs all describe an exact time period of my life. So I know that they aren't newer or older. I know exactly oh, yeah. where they came from. So that's why I'm saying. I do have, like, reasons for these, though. So oh, yeah, so that's why it. I knew, like, I'm reading this and, like, he's going to have reasons for all these. But right now it's making no fucking sense to me whatsoever. Uh, and then the the other hard part about this category was, like, uh, could we also take it as songs that you thought were new, you thought songs that you thought were older but were actually newer, or the opposite direction, newer older songs? Now you're making me confused. I know, again. right? Because right, there was one that I was going to bring up, and I was like, "Well, geez, I thought this song was super old, super new, but it was actually really whichever direction we were doing this." No, that would be older than you thought. Yes, that's yes. a different trope altogether. It is, but at the same time, my head was getting it, yeah, oh, fucked yeah, up. I know. I think it was by the wording of our category here that was screwing me up. But yeah, okay, start it out. Give me your reasons why this is uh, that. All right, to start us off. I'm going to go with uh, somebody told me from the Killers. Now, there's a very specific reason. This song came out in 2004, was yes. released. Now, Weird Al Yankovic is the reason that this is wrong. For, like, I was off with this. Okay. was because he does uh, these polka melodies. Yes. Where, like, he has a, he'll quickly cover a whole bunch of songs. Yeah. And uh, I was familiar with, most familiar with uh, growing up, the uh, one he did for Running With Scissors, which was, like, 1999. Okay. Now, at some point in time, after this song came out, he did another one, Poco Medley, that ha- like had like a somebody told me okay. part in it. So that's and I confu- uh, I mixed them up. So I so like I for the longest time I thought the Killers were a much older band because a lot of the bands he covers are older. Right. Okay. So all of a sudden, like I, when I start hearing things like uh, when I like later on like you're hearing like about the Killers, I would always think in my head, oh. It's weird that they're still performing. No, and the Killers are a direct period in my life that I remember distinctly, and that was 2004, right fucking sophomore year of high school. So yeah, that that's why I'm saying, like, what what is your reasoning behind these? Okay, the Killers. Somebody told me. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, that was the best show at Bonnaroo this past year, The Killers, and it pleasantly surprised me a lot. So if you have a chance, go see The they Killers. They have a go lot of good songs. Nowadays, I do know the truth. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't something I discovered just before getting this right, show together. Right. But yeah. No, yeah, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Okay, uh, my first one is by the band MGMT, and it's this, their newer song. It came out fucking this year. Yeah, it's called Me and Michael. Uh, started hearing this song while I've been bartending at the bar when this came out. And I'm like, fuck, who's, who is this? It sounds like Alphabet or somebody from the 80s. And oh, like, yeah. No, it's fucking MGMT, who I've known forever, like, time to pretend and kids and everything. Uh, I would never have guessed it was them in a million years until somebody's like, no, that's MGMT's new song. And I was like, what? So, uh, yes, this came out this year. It's MGMT. It's like, oh yeah, that's obviously. MGMT. Oh yeah, like it definitely has an older <laughs> sound. Uh, I do always just wonder what the that song is about because like it just reminds me of like there's another song uh, uh, from uh, I've had on the show before like about like where it's about like uh, the TV show uh, Knight Rider and there's a kit and there's also a Michael right, in that right, and right, the song right. has has like a kit talking about Michael. And then I was wondering is I don't know what the name the guys' names are in there either like. Yeah, what are their for names? MGMT? I yeah, don't know. Andrew and Ben. Yeah, who's Michael? I don't know. Yeah, what you got for your next one? All right, so for my next one, uh, I did not listen to like a lot of uh, music growing up, like until like really uh, later in uh, high school. Like I started listening to more ninety three X, and but uh, up until that point, I had not. So when I heard uh, "Prayer of the Refugee" rise against, like it just, especially if it was since it was coming, I was hearing it on ninety three X. They play a lot of old rock. Yeah, and Not when they started playing stuff. them on 93X, they were already like five years old, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Prayer of the Refugee is actually 2006. Yep. And, like, you have to, to help frame this, like, in, uh, I graduated 2007. Yep. So, like, it felt like it had been on air for a while, but nope. Yeah, and they Rise Against was always in my peripheral because Warp Tour and all my screamo bands I was obsessed with, and I was like, I don't really give a shit yeah. about Rise Against except for a few songs. So yeah, I always knew 2006 or whatever, five, yeah. But yeah, Prayer of the Refugee. Yep.
love that change in that song. I oh, yeah. Do, I do a lot. Yeah, I... They had a really fun show at uh, Warp Tour, like 2005 or six, whatever year I went there. That I was pleasantly surprised how fun their show was. That's good. Um, my next one is brought to you by Casey. He's been playing this guy for us every now and then. Uh, Coulter Wall, 23-year-old Coulter Wall, who sounds like he's straight out of the 70s or something like that. But no, yeah, this is fucking last year. Yeah, last year. And... Uh, yeah, that old raspy voice he has. What is he going to sound like 30 years from now? I don't know. We'll find out. Well, I figure I'll walk to the liquor store. Thunderbird, two bottles, maybe three, maybe four. Follow my feet down the music road. Pour it on the pavement like you would a tombstone. Like you would a tombstone. Like you would a tombstone. Pour it on the pavement like you would a tombstone Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah. The, uh, that's like straight up like a John Denver slash Willie Nelson type of... Oh, yeah. yeah it's really... He's, Johnny Cash. It just Johnny sounds Cash like too. That. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where his career is going to go. What you got? All right, uh, my uh, next one. Now this is a a weird one. Like I ha- like I said, I have reasons for all this. This one is called Dresden Dresden from the Hundred in the Hands. I don't think they were very popular, so like pe- people probably never heard of it. I heard it uh, as a bumper for Adult Swim because I used to oh. watch a lot of Adult Swim. Now the thing is. Uh, this song came out in 2010. Now, pretty quick, not too, like a year or two after uh, 2007, uh, I did move out because uh, I fin- graduated uh, high school in 2007 and like college was in town. And I think it would have been uh, early 2009, possibly, that I moved out uh, to a place that did not have uh, cable. So I don't know how I knew this was a, how they use it as a bumper. Well, uh, this was so. That- the actual hundreds of hands published this video on two, in 2008, so not 2010. Really? So you heard it somewhere before 2009. I thought I, like I thought I went on a oh there's a multiple um, there's there's also like another one that had like a it was a different version. I okay. don't know. Yeah, this one's actually posted by the band themselves. So oh. 2008. So maybe it's possible I did hear it somewhere in there. Like there was not a big gap then. There, so no, like, yeah, it was I, like I had like a six month. You could have been randomly watching it. it at anybody's place or something. But this was like too, a bumper like. where like uh, I like I heard the bumper. It's like oh wow, that's this song is really good. And like years later, I tried to find it, and like I eventually did get it in my YouTube library, so I actually remember what the song is now. But yeah, this is a uh, Dresden Dresden from the Hundred in the Hands. I'm gonna give some uh, minus points to these guys for having completely uppercase on everything on their YouTube page here. The entire uh, uh, sentence is all uppercase, and their description underneath is all uppercase as well. Some people just liked Caps Lock I guess too so. much. In 2008, I guess that was the thing, right? Right, <laughs> right?
Uh, my next one is by Mr. Jake Bug. Uh, when I first heard this, I was like, wow, this is like straight out of like Beatles-ish type sound. Uh, came out 2000. Wow, now this is already feeling older than I thought it was going to be too. Uh, but 2012, fuck, that's when we started this, basically, this endeavor, right? Somewhere around there. What's our poster say? Yeah, 2012 is what the poster Holy says. Holy shit. So right when we started the show is when I first started talking about Jake Buck. All right, now that sounds old. But no, when I first heard it, I was like, wow, this is straight out like Beatles time and stuff. Uh, so this is Jake Bug, Two Fingers. Something's changing, changing, changing. So I That, uh, what I was going to say about that Colton one, yeah. uh, what I wish he would have done with that song is, uh, you know, Leon Bridges, the album that came out, it was like all analog, the same with Alabama Shakes. It's like all, the all right. sound has that analog feel to it. I wish that he would have done that because his voice sounds way too clear in there. I wish it's right. the raspiness. Just thinking about that as I was thinking, you know, old timey thing. Sorry. Go ahead. I know, but like at the same time, like, uh, like one of the, uh, Johnny Cash albums that like I've heard the most was, the. Uh, Americans Four, which was like one of his second to last album, yeah. well, because the the last one was like released after American his death. American Recordings uh, One through Six; those are his best, I think. And uh, it, so well, much. and it was the one that had like all sorts of like a couple covers that like are like when famous. The man comes around, yeah. and it had uh, the the hurt by Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. I think it also had Personal Jesus on there yep. too. Yep. yep. Uh, his he also had a cover of like an older country song, mm-hmm. Big Iron, and yep, yep. Like all sorts of good songs and like, but like that was also like more. It was clear audio. Yep, yep. So like, I don't. I think I can. So like, it just fits. I think it still fits. No, it does. Yeah. It definitely fits. But I wish there was still that aesthetic on top of that. Like, just which is like that was actually one of the fun bits about the ver- the version of the man comes around that he had on that album. Oh my God, was the that version is so good because that's yeah. the one that starts off with staticky. Yeah, and then it goes to clear. Yeah, yeah, and he does the vocal part, the talking there and stuff, and then like it starts off with the staticky uh, read from the book of revelations and then right so in the song good. Yeah. yeah hell yeah all right back on track yeah what you got all right so for my next song this one is yeah, i'm gonna background put, on this one i'm Come gonna on. blame guitar hero for this because guitar hero uh you know they put a they have like it's generally classic rock for the most part or i thought it was like there was a couple exceptions like i figured like muse was like a little more, so more then, recent but uh, hearing like Rept- this, the one for this song is Reptilia yep. from The Strokes, and like it just it kind of sounds Puts like it an older. Into that, yeah, it just kind of sounds like it could be like an old, like a more classic rock, maybe early '90s. So because you play guitar here, would that mean that my name is Jonas would not feel like a '90s song then to you? That one, like that's I don't know, I don't know where I feel about that one because I I know for a fact that the Weezer, Weezer has been around for quite a long, long time. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And I think, yeah, the Strokes, I think their first one was like 2000 or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah, Reptilla is 2003. Mm-hmm. So, this yeah. is Reptilla from the Strokes. Nice. right there is so oh, yeah. freaking good uh but yet that that again adds to my when i was making this list and you gave me those songs i'm like okay so the strokes you're one coming up here uh who did you have the the hundred in the hands was the other uh, rise against was, uh, not rise against but the other one the killers the killers yeah. and i add uh kings of leon yeah. and the yeah yeah yeahs those are all defined exact few i was actually looking at, i was like actually looking at yeah yeah yeahs but then i goes yeah, I think I kind of like feel like they just fit right there, anyways. Yeah, and then the, all that all that music in my head sounds exactly the same. Like that is the early two thousands for me. Well, that was like one of the th- problems with like st- like listening to radio, like right. middle two thousands mm-hmm. for the most part. And we didn't have the current to like bring us yeah. all. The- we had drive one hundred five. Like at I the listened time. to I listened to a lot of 93 X because I had a once I got a driver's license and I was driving to and from school. Like that. Right. That's when I started listening to a lot more radio. Did not listen to the current at all. And yeah, growing up, did not listen to a lot of radio, and also didn't have money to buy CDs for right. the what songs I did like, and didn't really go into the research of like when did they come out type nope, of thing, and because we didn't have, did not have yeah, the internet. Yeah, right, right, right. So like I didn't like understand like how like songs like change, like how like the genres like how change a lot, and like the influence that they have on each other. So right, yeah, right. those are not things like I had any part into until like after I started listening. So. Nice. Uh, my next one is by the band Temples, and this sounds straight out of 1960s uh, psychedelic, kind of like the birds or the zombies and stuff. So uh, here is the Shelter Song by Temples. <laughs> that song for my dad and be like hey do you know who this is dad because he'd sit there and think for a while he does that to me in the car all the time you know who this is and that sounds exactly like something he would have been listening to back in the day like how new is that one 2012 god that just sounds exactly out of the late 60s or like whatever yeah sounds exactly what was the band again uh temples wow you'd recognize one of theirs that that came out pretty recently or whatever i can't remember what it is right now but yeah what's your next one all right, so this one's a, a different reason, and it's actually kind of like for because of the age that uh, we graduated and grew up in, and like 2007 was my graduation year. 
so th- my next one is Float On for Modest Mouse. And the reason for name for this is because because of that age, like we're half halfway into like digital music everywhere, halfway into CDs. And so like my uh, when my stepbrother moved out and I got uh, moved into the basement room because it was a lot larger and had a TV and everything. Uh, he had like a left a bunch like a case full of his CDs oh, and like nice, music yeah. CDs and including like uh, the Modest Mouse uh, <laughs> out, one with the uh, float on, and so like Good because of that though and because happens. it was on CD, mm-hmm. I assume oh this is like more, some must be like something from the nineties or something like that. It's like <laughs> I didn't I didn't assume <laughs> because we're in that age like people are now buying stuff on iTunes like yep. and it's like Casey CDs. I assume oh this is. 90s stuff for the most part. No, we no, still bought CDs at the no, time. No, Modest Mouse <laughs> uh, flowed on from Modest Mouse was 2004. Yeah, they and they've been around since like the late 90s. Yeah, they yeah they yeah Modest Mouse. Cool. Oh yeah, no, they have actually been around since like 92. Yeah. So I don't feel that bad. Right, right, right. But like still, like it was like uh, they didn't become popular to like uh, 2000s. So yeah, yep. So uh, you picked flowed on. Yep. All right. That album really did come out at the perfect time too. Like it yeah. was different than everything else you kind of heard too. But uh, yeah, that's a cool album. Just randomly find on your brother's stack and put yeah. it in. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. Uh, my last one, reluctantly, I put it on. But uh, when I first heard it, I was like, I'm pretty sure I know all of Led Zeppelin and what the fuck is this? Uh, just randomly playing at the bar while I'm working and busy fucking night. I'm like, this this guy cool? Who the hell is this? It's not fucking Robert Plant. He doesn't sing like that anymore. Yeah, it's fucking Greta Van Fleet, a highway tune. Yeah, I'm guilty. It is kind of amazing, though, how big that band is off of one album that's only like eight or nine songs long. Uh, they play three night stints everywhere, and they're usually sold out every single night. And it's like, how do you pack a two-hour show? What are you playing in those two hours to make this work out? Uh, but that also shows you how much like the world is still craving that Led Zeppelin sound. Yeah. Like, if Led Zeppelin would have gone on to her, like, 2012, they did that little stint in uh, London... But think of the amount of money that band would make 
like having a residency somewhere or making a giant tour like that. I know they don't want to, and it's never going to fucking happen. Because like, I don't know, like, time, how old like, are they at this point? Well, everybody's still. I, Robert Plant tours like crazy still. Right. I've seen him twice now. And like it, it might still also be, sounds fucking amazing too, but it might be like not everybody in the band wants to do that anymore. No, yeah, and they all hate each other like to a T. They so, haven't yeah. been together forever. But like, it's just weird thinking like the world actually does want that sound, and I don't really want that sound. A new sound of and that. And what was the, the the song you played? What year did that one come last out? Last year. It was just la- really that was last year. Yeah. I, it seems like something I've heard for years. I know, That's right? the thing. Like when I first heard that, I'm like, I I'm pretty sure I know all of Led Zeppelin's discography, and I've never heard this song before. Who the fuck is this? Like and the, the Black Smoke Rising too. That's a really good one. The human but, brain and memory is like, it doesn't work very well. Yeah. Like th- things like this can slip in. Like you well, just and you think you listen to it growing up, like no, no, you did so not. So it's just a, like a every because when did Wolf Mother come out? Like uh, I actually thought about like uh, using Wolf Mother, but like the same thing. It's I actually is like started listening to them around, kind of actually around the, like only a couple years after they started releasing stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was like two thousand six, two thousand seven. They first released their album. Is that when it was or something like that? The Joker and the Thief. Like and that, stuff? that was like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Became popular. So now it's so it's basically every ten years we're gonna have a Led Zeppelin band come out and be really big because that's the only reason Wolf Mother was big because everyone's like, oh my god, it sounds just like Led Zeppelin. I didn't care about that. I just liked that hell. Just I oh, liked I, the songs. I, I, I liked yeah. it too. But like they colossal Joker and the Thief is like a lot of good ones. Yeah, that that's the best part about them. They did actually have a lot of good songs yeah. after that. But at the same time, it was like they got big because they sounded like Led Zeppelin. I keep meaning like, to pick up like one of their more recent albums just to yeah. See. Like, are they still too? I don't. I don't because I think they had like one that came out like a couple years ago. I just never picked up. And then you got ten years later, Greta Van Fleet doing the same thing, and yeah. boom, huge. So yeah, make the money while you can. I guess. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add, sir? Uh, no. No. All right, let's close the show up. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... Well, I looked ahead at the calendar, and since this one releases next Friday... And the two week, two fri- two, the second Friday after that one falls on Black Friday. Oh no, does it? The day after Thanksgiving. Wait, that's already that time. Wow. Yeah. We're gonna be. Well, because like. Uh, that's also the River Dazzle and River. Because we're actually recording on time. Yeah, if you uh, guys are week. hungry for chili out there, it's the River Dazzle that day, and there's a chili crawl around town. Because we're recording this on the second, and this comes out on the ninth, and the twenty third is Black Friday, so. All right. So, what's the theme? Is Black Friday? Black then? Friday, and uh, specific, like so, like however you want to fit that in. Whether it's going to be songs about consumerism or, like so I don't know, like consumerism or like black hole crowd or just craziness. Or like crowd. however, okay, yeah. Okay, all right. However you want to link it to Black Friday is fine. All right, all right. Got it. Black Friday. That's our theme. I don't think we've done that one before. Nope. Either. Nice. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios or follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Flagship show Department of Defense is still live every Sunday evening. Come join the fun at BlindNinjaSuits.com slash live. Uh, this show and all of our other shows are available to stream on our website, BlindNinjaSuits.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss a show. If you just can't get it for Soundwave or Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us. Bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, if you're doing shopping on Amazon, it's the holiday season. Black Friday's coming up. Uh, don't forget to stop by our homepage first and click on the little Amazon link at the bottom. Do all your shopping like you normally do when you check out. Amazon kicks a little bit of money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything. It's really freaking cool. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindindustries.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks.